This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, this is DJ Reader. I'm the Houston, Texas, and you listen to the Jake Brown Show. And welcome to the Jake Brown Show on CBS Radio's Play It Podcast Network. Subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. And follow me at Jake Brown Radio. And follow our show at Jake Brown Show. On the line with us now, who I've just learned played baseball at Clemson, but he chose the football route. Probably a good idea. It's 6-3, around 3-30. The big fellow defensive end, number 98 for the Houston Texans, DJ Reader. DJ, what's going on, man? How you doing? Nothing much, man. Excited to be on the show. Yeah, Happy to be here. And How you doing? I'm good, man. And it's May, and this is a time where we're watching baseball. But your ass is still playing football. You're in what minicam right now? Yeah, uh, yes, sir. We're in, um, you know, we're in phase two, what we call phase two. So we're working out with the coaches, getting a little workouts done. So I mean, we're excited to just be back around our teammates, getting the rookies in here soon, getting them up to speed, see what the team's gonna look like. Now you had 22 combined tackles and a sack last year. Uh, tell us about oh, your overall about your rookie year and just the transition from college and the NFL and how how was uh, your first season in the league? Oh, it was good. It was a tough transition. Uh, it was a real good year. Uh, I think I might have had two sacks in there. I think they didn't give me credit for the one in Jacksonville, but I was the only <laughs> one on it, so I, I don't know what happened right there. But uh, you know, it was a it was a tough transition. You know, just come I came in, got my head down, and got to work, and had some great teammates. And great coaching staff that helped me out along the way. And, and I just credit my success to them because, I mean, they believed in me. They took a chance on me and drafted me and brought me in and taught me the right songs. And they really were a lot of help. You know, having Vince and J.J. in your room, I couldn't ask for better mentors in one room. And then the great coaching staff, was just, it was just amazing. Yeah, I mean, you had – I mean – I don't know. If, I guess you could call Vince Wolfork a potential future Hall of Famer. JJ Watt, if I mean he plays yeah. long enough, uh, could be a Hall of Famer. Uh, first off, with Vince, was there enough space? You two are big, both big fellas. I mean, what was it like playing against him um, right in the middle, that nose tackle spot? Oh man, you didn't have to worry about too much. You knew he was going to hold down his position, and the middle was going to be clogged up. So, you know, just being on that outside, you know, if you took care of your time, he's going to take care of his job and. We didn't have J.J. last year, but we knew whoever was on the other side was going to have an easy job making plays. Playing with J.J. Watt, what is that like? I mean, this guy, I mean, has scored touchdowns offensively, defensively. Uh, when he plays, he's a monster. Obviously, the injuries have plagued him a little bit here lately. Um, but how has he been as a teammate and kind of mentoring you? Man, it's crazy. It's, it's just it's wild to watch him work. Tremendous effort and just – just plays his heart out every play and you know i have him as a teammate you know he's he's very humble and a very kind guy so i mean just having him as a teammate is amazing you couldn't ask for a better teammate and a guy who's going to push you every day to work hard push the team to work hard it's just i'm blessed to have him around 
now he DJ he posts like pictures a lot like 5 a.m. like first one there and all that is he do you see him like early like showing up like the first one there like are the pictures and stuff that he posts is that true like he, he's always there before everyone else Man, everything you see JJ do is true uh, it's just it's crazy to see I mean he's a guy who eats the same thing every day he goes out and works harder than everybody he's gonna do extra reps he's gonna do whatever he's got to do to win that's what I love about him did you say he eats the same thing every day? Yeah, I watch him eat the same exact thing. Like, same thing, same time. He's just a machine. He's what a what does he eat? What does he eat? Uh, it's just, I don't know what he eats for breakfast because he gets there early before everybody. I know his snacks always almonds. He eats uh, banana and peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> just, it's just a bunch of stuff that he he takes care of his body really well. He really cares about what he puts in his body and what he's putting out of his body. Banana and peanut butter sandwich, so he does not have jelly. He doesn't have PB and J. I don't know. He does have jelly sometimes. You know, <laughs> maybe that's his little snack that he works in there. What was when you look back the biggest adjustment? I mean, you went to Clemson, uh, big time school. You played with Deshaun, and um, what was the real biggest adjustment that you had to endure in your first season? I think the biggest adjustment for me was, uh, you know, just. Learn the playbook, learn the NFL playbook and all the plays that go into it. And then just paying more attention to formations and things like that. Unlike you do in college, you know, you pay attention to formations and you learn different stuff. So that was really the biggest adjustment for me. And, you know, it's hard in college sometimes. You just go out and you're going to have out-athlete guys. And in the NFL, it doesn't work like that. You always have to have the one-up and the smarts with somebody. And then it's going to come down to, you know, whether you know it better or you're a better player than that person. But you have to have the knowledge in there, so that's what I learned real quick. Texans defensive tackle DJ Reader is on the Jake Brown Show. Follow him on Twitter, which I just did, at DJReed98. Man, draft night comes along, and you guys pick Deshaun Watson. I can only imagine how happy you were to be reunited with your former teammate. Oh, man, I was smiling ear to ear. First night, pick up Deshaun. I text him, you know, I told him, glad to have him here, glad to have him in Houston. I know everybody was happy. I mean, I was just hoping we got him. I was really excited about him. Uh, I know he's a guy who's going to come in and put his head down and work and, you know, learn from those other guys in the room. So it was, it was probably the best pick that we could have made. I wanted him on the Jets. Now, people have naysayers saying, oh, he threw too many picks, but the guy was a leader. He played his entire career. He won a title. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was versatile. I, I, I think he was honestly maybe the best quarterback in the draft. Um, and let's be real, DJ, you guys needed one. And I think he could step in there and tell me if you agree. I think he could step in there and be the starting quarterback for this team come week one. Uh, you know, I think he's going to come in. I think he was the best quarterback in the draft by far. I mean, I'm biased, you know, a little biased, but I think he was the best quarterback in the draft. And I think he's going to come in and work. You know, that those guys in that quarterback room aren't just going to lay down for him to come in and, and play over them. So, I mean, it's going to be an uphill battle for him. But, you know, he's going to come in and work, and he's going to learn from those guys. I think they've been in the league a, a little bit, and they, they know some things that he doesn't know, and I'm sure they're going to push him. So, I'm excited to see how this quarterback battle goes. It's going to be fun to see it play out. Yeah, and I honestly, I mean, I'll say it, I think he has to win over Tom Savage and Brandon Whedon. Uh, again, he's got to work for it because those guys have been around. Um, but was it frustrating at times watching the quarterback play last year and the struggles uh, that Brock Osweiler had? Uh, you know, it's not something that you can focus on on defense. You know, I'm a, we're a real big 
control what you can control type of team, and those that's out of our hands. We don't think about that. We just encourage those guys, and when they go out there, you know, they're, they're working hard. It's not like we ever think somebody's not working hard. So, I mean, you can't really question what they're doing or what they got going on. You just got to roll with them and show support. As soon as you don't show support, then your team's going to unfold. It's going to go downhill. And, you know, we stayed supportive, and, he brought us back in some games, and he stuck in there. Wrote us, wrote us in there. Defense rode high, and he, he was able to finish some games out. So I mean, it was exciting. But you know, you always wish the best for him, and it's it's, it's we've moved on, and it's exciting to see what's going to happen. Defensively, you talk about JJ Watt and Vince Wolfwork. What was it like playing with J- Davion Clowney out there? Oh man, Clowney's a freak, man. He's a freak athlete. You know, he's got a lot of unconventional stuff that he does. Uh, but he knows the game. He can sense things. He's got great awareness and great instincts. He can sense things coming. And it's fun to play with him because, I mean, he's a high-intense guy. You know he's going to play with his heart out every play. He's going to play balls to the wall every play. He's going to go as hard as he can. And that's what you love about him. Have you spoke with coaches about your role coming up this season? Do you see yourself playing an expanded role where you can maybe turn 22 tackles into 40 to 50? Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. That's my plan. You know, it's my plan to get better every year. Talk to the coaches about expanding upon my role and being the guy this year. And you know, that's what I'm excited to do. So that's what I would plan on doing. And you know, that's what they believe in me to do. So see how it goes. Gonna ramp it up and see how it goes. How's Bill O'Brien as a head coach? <laughs> Billy O is a man, dog. He's <laughs> he's just he's a real cool guy. You know, he, people see him on TV. He can be intense on TV, but. You know, he just demands the best out of his players, and that's all you can ask for for a coach. He's going to get on you. He's going to crack jokes on you. He's going to make fun of you. And, you know, you got to have tough skin to play for Billy O because if you don't, you're going to get weeded out of there real quick. You're going to be in and out real fast. So I love playing for him. You know, I couldn't ask for a better head coach, you know, especially coming in. He's the guy who pushed me. He worked me hard. He got on me. But, when I mean, when it was time when I played well, when I did well, he loved me up, so. It was great, and I mean, I mean, this, what you have around him. I mean, think about it: you have Vince Wilfork, you have Clowney, yeah. you have Watt, you had a, a big time head coach in O'Brien, and you had Romeo Cornell as well. I mean, he had to be an interesting guy to work with—a guy who's been around for seems like forever on defense. Yeah, Rack's been around what, like fifty years? <laughs> round football. He's sixty-nine right now, so a good yeah. amount of time. Uh, but uh, I, it was amazing. I fell into a great situation. On defense, you know, fell into a great with great teammates, and then we brought in what mid year we brought in Antonio Smith, and that's another thirteen years on the league. So I just fell into a really good situation with some good vets, some good great coaches, and you know, yeah, Mike Vrabel's an all decade player, uh, Coach Weaver, a guy who's not too far removed from football, so he still gets us. So I mean, it was just it was a great situation for me to come into and be able to learn and progress as a player. Is there a quarterback that you really just want to knock down? Like, I imagine it's someone like a Tom Brady, but is there the one guy you just really want to end on his end up on his ass? All of them, man. I want to get to all of them <laughs> knock them down. There's no specific one that I just want to get around, get to. I mean, anyone I get my hands on, I want to get them to the ground. And, you know, this is in our room. That quarterback hits is just as good as sacks almost. Cause, I mean, if you get there, you got to hit him. You want to put that fear in his head that you're going to be there all night. Even touch him. Just touch Get your hand on him. You might not knock him to the ground there, but get your hand off. Let him know that you're going to be around the whole night. 
do you is there a player out there now or in the past that you compare your game to at all? Uh, you know, I like to watch different guys. I like to watch uh, Poe. I like to watch Starlet Kule. You know, I like to watch Geno Atkins. There's a bunch of guys who are in the league now that I love to watch. And then a bunch of, I like to watch old Vince film, you know, um, see what he's about. You know, just, just a bunch of guys I like to watch film on and just take different parts from their game and try to incorporate it into mine. DJ Reader on the Jake Brown Show. All right, so you're – I learned a, a baseball player uh, was it at Clemson yes, that you played at, in high school in Greensboro and you played at Clemson mm-hmm. or just high school? Played one year at Clemson. Yeah, played okay. one year at Clemson. Decided to stick with football after my freshman year. First baseman. So, what was DJ Reader freshman statistics in baseball? What were your numbers looking like? Oh, uh, they were. I don't know. They were rough. I don't even remember what they were. I didn't have a good year. Just training football so much. Just didn't have a good year. Which is why I, I kind of didn't play much. You know, played a little bit here and there, but decided to really stick with football just because, I mean, the lifting for a defensive lineman and then going out there and trying to have loose shoulders and loose limber for baseball just didn't really match up. You know, you got to switch some things up. So, I mean, it just didn't work out. You know, I was blessed to be able to have the opportunity to do what I wanted to do in college. Now, you are going to be joining J.J. Watt for the – um, well, first of all, let me pu- pull up because I have your 2010-2011 baseball stats here, and they're pretty absurd. You hit 529 in 18 games yeah. uh, with 20 ribbies, four doubles, and even a triple and three homers. So, you, hey, you had a bat. 529 is pretty damn impressive. Yeah, I mean, you know, that was what I did. My mom played college softball, you know, and – she just instilled in me that I was going to play. You know, I, I didn't couldn't make weight limits when I was younger for football, so I just ended up playing so much baseball. I was homeschooled to sixth grade, so I just that's all I did was hit, hit, hit. So I mean, I got used to my bat, and then I just fell in love with the game. Yeah, and it looks like Clemson. It looks like you only had three at bats in 2013. Uh, no hits, two walks. So it was a brief stint. Yeah. Um, all pretty, right. pretty still year. Hey, hey, you got on base. <laughs> got on base. 500 OBP, you'll take it. Um, playing softball here with J.J. Watt, I mean, that's going to be a pretty cool experience, for especially for charity as well. Yeah, it's going to be real fun. You know, I hope I hope I get out there and hit the ball. Because everybody <laughs> thinks baseball and softball are the same. It's, you used to something coming 80 miles per hour plus straight, and then you got to hit something plus 30 miles per hour underhanded. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go, but, you know, I'm excited to go out there. Just don't have, like, your knees buckle and embarrass yourself and turn on to oh, no, an no, ESPN no, no, not no. top I'm going to use a high leg kick. <laughs> I'm going to use a high leg kick to get my timing down, so I, yeah, at least I know I'm going to make contact with the ball. And you'll be part of that charity softball game. Tell us a little bit about your uh, foundation and working with high schools and raising money to help for college educations. Uh, you know, back home, uh, working with the high schools, in North Carolina to um, raise money, you know, because North Carolina has this rule now where they cover tuition for kids who graduate high school. But we all know, you know, going to college, that tuition is not the only thing you got to worry about when you get there. You got to worry about books, how you're going to eat, room and board, you know, things like that. So, I mean, I'm working with uh, the companies to try to raise money for the local high school kids to also get those, those extra needs and even – want to grow it as far to get them stipends that so that they don't have to go off campus and have a job and they can be able to do things and other things and expand upon life 
and doing an incredible job with that in just your second season already involved in the community. Very important. DJ Reader, defensive tackle for the Houston Texans. Follow him on Twitter at DJReed98 and follow him on the gram at DJReed. DJ, appreciate you coming to the show. Looking forward to you dominating the defense and Deshaun dominating the offense for a little Clemson connection. Uh, good luck uh, this offseason, and thanks for coming to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.